everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Boob. This is the love child of the Milk Minute podcast, our subscription-only show, where we take you week by week through Heather's pregnancy with me as her midwife. Hey. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) Sounds like this is a tough week, Heather. You know, I am trying to take notes throughout the week so I can give a better, like, full picture of what the whole week was like instead of just the day that I'm recording. Because, you know, it's really up and down. I mean, have there been some good days with energy? Yes. Have there been some worse days where I'm napping in the afternoon and going back to taking Unisom in the evening because I was randomly nauseous? Yes. (laughs) But overall, I, I have a couple good things to say. And what week is this, Heather? 17. 17. All right. Tell us all about week 17. Okay. So I did want to mention that my allergies are probably the best they've ever been in the spring. And I'm wondering if it's, and I could be reaching, it could be because your immune system is lower when you're pregnant and I'm just not reacting as much. Yeah. You're not reaching actually. Um, So in some ways, your immune system is depressed in pregnancy, so you don't fight off your own baby as if it is a parasite. However, you know, that it's not exact, like immunology is really complicated. <laughs> um, so it's, it's not exactly like across the board, everything's weaker. Um, but what we do see is for people with autoimmune issues, uh, often their symptoms improve in pregnancy. And for people with allergies, often their symptoms improve in pregnancy because the immune system just isn't so excited about fighting itself. Yeah, which is nice. So I'm like looking for all these silver linings. My nipples are not as sore as they once were, which is good. Great. But my areolas are much bigger and darker. (laughs) And there's no signs of the linea negra yet. So the app was Mm -hmm. like, you probably are starting to see a line. And I was like, I'm not. You might not get one. I mean, did you get one in previous pregnancies? I did, but I don't really okay. remember when it showed up. Yeah. And it wasn't that dark. I don't know. But I just wanted to mention that because if you don't see it, there's nothing wrong with you. It just shows up for nope. different people at different times. And yeah. don't exfoliate it off because I had a patient one time that was trying to exfoliate <laughs> that line down the belly. And I was like, dude, that is not coming off. Stop scrubbing yourself. Yes. So some people get a line down the belly. Some people get a line up the butt crack. Some people get that like pigmentation darkening across your face. You know, all kinds of weird um, skin stuff can happen. And some people get absolutely none of that. Same with stretch marks. This is when a lot of people start to get those. Are you getting any more? No, not really. But I haven't really been in the sun. And apparently it's triggered by sunlight. So oh. that's what my app said today. Like, be careful going out in the sun. Make sure you wear a large hat <laughs> and SPF 4000 because you might give yourself melasma. And I was like, God, I hate this app. I'm like, stop. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> You're like, I really don't care. If it happens, it happens. I just want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my vitamin D stabilized. Yeah. yeah. So other good thing, I felt a very strong, one very strong kick. Yay! I was going to ask about that. That's so exciting. Yeah, I was sitting on the couch texting my neighbor, and it, uh, I don't know, maybe I was sitting in a position it didn't quite like, but it was like a bam, and it surprised me. I was like, whoa! (laughs) It like, my brain wanted to register it as pain at first, because Mm -hmm. it's such a weird feeling being kicked from the inside, but 
I mean, it kind of is pain sometimes. Sometimes, you know. but not when their little chicken wings are so small, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it was like one of those weird feelings and my brain was like, what is it? <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Once I figured it out, I was like, oh, yeah, hey, you. And I felt, you know, warm towards the fetus at that point. I was like, Aww. oh, that's nice. And can I be honest? I need to be honest. Yeah. Always. That feeling does not stick around for me. <laughs> like when it kicks me, I'm like, oh, you're, that's nice. You're in there. Good for you. Mm-hmm. But most of the time I'm still like, eh, you know, I'm not, I'm certainly not like wandering around, like th- thinking about what kind of person this is. And I, I'm still not feeling very connected is what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's okay. I I think that a lot of us, you know, from media depictions and reading books about, you know, pregnancy, we we assume that we're going to feel that connection really soon, especially like, oh, once the first trimester is over and we feel better, like we'll be so excited about this pregnancy. And that's not just not true for everybody. I don't I I, I don't know. I had um with my last pregnancy, as you know, Heather, I basically felt disconnected till like I literally birthed my child. <laughs> and my therapist at the time expressed like concern about that. But you know what? I kind of call BS on that. I, I feel like we all go through our own journeys with connection to our children. And if our husbands can manage to go through an entire pregnancy with zero connection to that fetus and suddenly connect when they're born, like, so can we. Yes. And, like, can I also say, and I know this is true from my patients, but I'm feeling it and experiencing it in real time right now. When you have a big life event like getting pregnant, often it is also in tandem with other big life events. I can't tell you how many of my patients will move, switch jobs, get a dog and have a baby yep. all at the same time. Yep. And yep. for me, my business is like, I-, I got a brand new building and it's exploding. And my husband's job is like real shitty right now. You know, he's a mortgage broker and the industry is down. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of like insecurity about that. And Heidi's really tough right now. So like, that's not, <laughs> that's not a big life event, but you know, she's just like at a really tough transitional age of being four and a half um, with big, big, big feelings. So I don't know. It's just a little, I'm overwhelmed and it's like, I would love to be sitting Mm -hmm. at home, like nesting, but I'm not, I'm like full tilt trying to get this shit put together, (laughs) trying to plan for stability. And I'm like, listen, kid, when you get here, it'll be fine. And it's going to be great. I'm going to love you. I'm not, I'm not like anti-baby. When I see other people's babies, I'm still like, oh, hi, how are you? I love your little fat legs. But just in general, like the one inside me, I'm like, you'll get here when you get here. <laughs> yeah. And they, they don't need anything from you right now. You know, they, they need you to just take care of your body and you're doing the best you can with that. There's no saying that you would be doing better with that if you didn't have a crazy job and all this stuff going on, you know? Yeah. Um, even if you're not taking great care of your body, usually that baby is taking care of itself. You're just going to like pay for it yourself in the postpartum, you know? Yeah. And I did have that thought where I was like, you can have two thoughts simultaneously, obviously. So oh, yeah. on, on one hand, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to not be pregnant anymore, which is like early for that kind of, but on the, <laughs> no, it's okay. on the other hand, I'm like, 
once it's out, I have to take care of it outside my body. And right now I, yeah. it's like automatic and it's just happening. So <laughs> let's not rush it. So I have those two thoughts that enter my brain at the same time quite often. And that's okay. It makes sense because right now, basically 99% of what this baby is doing to you makes you feel bad. Yeah. Right? It makes you sick, sad, angry, tired, all of that. And like, oh, you had that one kick where you were like, oh, that almost hurt, but hi, baby. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Thank you. Like, what what was that? That's nothing. You don't have to feel grateful for that right now. <laughs> well, and there's other times, like, because you don't feel it moving all the time. Like, it's very, you have to be really sitting still because mostly it still feels like a tickle. There were, like, days that I was so busy that I didn't notice any. And I was like, well, I hope it's okay in there. You know, like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And then Heidi asked me randomly, is it alive? And I was like, I, I hope so. Oh, God. Do you Are you a witch? Do you know something I don't know? Good. Well, and, and like you could spend, you know, this whole pregnancy really hating the pregnancy and not feeling any good feelings about it. But if you were to have a pregnancy loss, you could still be sad. Like that, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't want your baby. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of people beat themselves up about that, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, I have to want this pregnancy and feel good about it because I want this baby. You don't have to feel good about your pregnancy even though you do want your baby. Okay, thank you. Good, good. (laughs) Because I know that, and I will tell people that as a midwife, but when you're experiencing it, the guilt is weird. It's like this. It it is. You feel like you want to be the model pregnant person because you're a midwife, right? Sure, yeah. I think I let go of those (laughs) expectations on day one just because I knew we were going to be doing this and it was going to get ugly from time to time. No, I, I think it's really helpful for people, though, to hear hear this, you know, and, and I think it's more helpful than like, oh, if we were doing just like a monthly check-in on the Milk Minute, how you doing? Oh, still feel crappy, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> because these are the thoughts every everybody has about pregnancy. Even the people who are really excited and are having easy pregnancies are still going to have days where they think these things. Yeah, I'm calling bullshit on uh, yeah. on the Instagram perfect. Like, I'm so excited every minute of every day of my life. No, you're not. No, you're not. No. You're going to have moments throughout the day, moment to moment, where you're just like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, you and I talk to these people all the time. We talk to pregnant people all the time. And I'm always doing like an emotional check-in. I'm like, how are we feeling, you know? And even the folks at almost every prenatal are like, I'm great. I'm so excited. Every once in a while, they're like, you know what? Like, I just had a moment this week where I sat down and said, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I having another kid? What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, okay. So this is also where I'm starting to show for sure. You know, like it's it's getting rounder. Pop. I have popped. <laughs> and the world is now treating me a little differently. Ooh, so that that is like affecting me a little too because people want to touch you now, you know? And so mm. this is like because I know that it's still pretty far down there. And like the majority of the time they're rubbing the upper belly, which is mostly just my chub. <laughs> You know, so I'm aware. And they're like, let me just pat your intestines. (laughs) Yeah, right. And you're like, thank you. But I was at a first communion this weekend, and there was an old woman there Mm -hmm. from Staten Island. And you know that we're New Yorkers. Yes. So I understand the culture is very much like, I I get it. 
<laughs> very no unfiltered, let's say. And so she's mm-hmm. sitting down and she says, can I feel your belly? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like old lady, why not? So I like <laughs> wander over and I let her rub my upper belly chub. And she looks me dead in the face and she says, I think you're going to be really big. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) uh, I was like, oh, you think so? And she goes, how many, how much weight have you gained so far? Like how many pounds? Oh, my God. And I said, I I don't actually know. I haven't weighed myself. And she goes, well, don't worry. It'll come off. And I was like, I I don't really (laughs) care. Like, and I didn't care at the time, but I cannot stop thinking about it. Uh, I, you know, I just, I understand that most of the time people really mean well when they have those conversations with you, but they just hit differently in pregnancy. You know, you're, you're like the layer of emotional shielding that you typically keep up from like comments from strangers just isn't as thick when you're pregnant. And now every time I put something in my mouth, I'm like, how big are you going to be? And I'm like, I know I don't, I've done a lot of work on this in my life. Yes. And I am doing everything I possibly can be doing at this point with what I have going on. I'm still working out two to three times a week at the gym. Like I'm, I think I'm keeping it together pretty good. But just when mm-hmm. someone looks at you and they're like, basically, no matter what you're doing, I think you're going to be really big. <laughs> like she pitied me already. And I was like, yeah. what? That is so weird. So, and I know I don't even really blame her because like old people and filters, I really don't like that. The thing that's bothering (laughs) me, it's like overnight, other people become entitled to you and your body and your experience because you are showing. And I just am still getting used to that. So if you're going through that too, like by the time you're, you know, 36 weeks pregnant, you're like, whatever. (laughs) But when it first starts happening, you're like, oh my God, like I need to... I bolster my whatever, my fortitude towards other people's yeah, opinions. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do, I do want to remind you that even if you were not doing everything you could, quote, <laughs> you, your size might not have anything to do with that in pregnancy. Because there's one, there's just the way that you're carrying your baby this time the baby, the placenta, the amniotic fluid, all of that. But the other side of it is that your metabolism is changing and your body is storing fat because it needs it in pregnancy. And so, you know, sometimes we have people with literally the perfect diet who gain 50 pounds in pregnancy, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes we have people who honestly have burgers and Coke all the time and they gain like five pounds, (laughs) you know, there is a level of this that we cannot control. Now, that's not to say you shouldn't work on your diet and exercise in pregnancy. You should because you're building health. You are adding to the health that your body has. However, it, you know, also because you're doing that doesn't mean that you're going to look exactly like you want to in pregnancy. And, you know, I, a lot of people in when they're almost term, you know, are just either like, I'm bigger than I thought I'd be, or I'm not as big as I thought I'd be. We're never the right size, right? <laughs> no one's belly's ever perfectly round, whatever. And so much of that just has to do with like, literally, how tall are you? How 
like fit are your abdominal muscles? Like things that we just don't get a lot of say over in pregnancy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I can't control that I'm five foot four and I'm going to carry my babies a little bit further out than somebody who's like five ten and has just more abdominal room. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. And I will say that every pregnancy has been different for me and I don't, I don't know what this one is going to end up to be, but I feel like that lady knew something I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> she She's a seer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, the best part is, so she's saying this bullshit to me, and my daughter, Heidi, looks her dead in the face and goes, you're old and creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. Go, Heidi, go. Go, Heidi, go. I was like, ah, I want to discipline you, but. But mm. also – Right on, Kit. Also, you're <laughs> I just, not wrong. <laughs> I do love though when our children say the like the the say something that is correct, e- even though it is not something we would have said in that situation. Well, my son does this a lot. Yeah, I mean, the funniest <laughs> part was like old people and kids are the same because they have no filter. Yeah. They just say what yeah. they're going to say, and you're like, well, yeah. And Heidi chat. saw her. Totally. And she was like, oh, this woman is saying weird stuff to my mom. Hey, lady, you're weird. You're you're old and creepy. And I said, Heidi. And she goes, she is. (laughs) I was like, uh. You're like, okay, thank Good talking to you. Happy First Communion. We're going to be going now. (laughs) I love it. It's perfect. Yeah. Good good for Heidi, honestly. Like, Uh. you know, I'm glad you have that little piece of spitfire there oh my gosh yeah I'm looking at Heidi and I'm like god what is another one gonna be like because you are so (laughs) extra your third might bring a lot of balance you know you never know I I think like yes sometimes you have another kid and they're more challenging than you could imagine and sometimes you look and you're like oh that was like really good for my family and probably both. Probably both things will be true, right? Yeah. Well, I will also say that every pregnancy has been different for me emotionally and a lot of it is like the vibe of the kid in retrospect. Yeah. So like if this is your first baby, don't be like, oh my gosh, I don't know anything about it. Like in retrospect now Whatever. that I know my children, yeah. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Like my pregnancy with Theo, I just was anxious all the time. And then he came out and I was like, that makes sense. Like I'm always waiting for that kid to like <laughs> get injured or he's just everywhere. And my daughter, Heidi, I just knew what she was going to be like, you know, and the pregnancy was like decently chill, but intense. And this baby, I just think is going to be a, I'm guessing, okay, so I'm going to project here, but I I think (laughs) this baby's a lot like me, where it's just kind of like, eh, when you get around to it, you get around to it, like. I'm going to go with the flow. I'm going to go with the flow, like, I'm going to be an intense person, but also I don't want to bother you. (laughs) I, you know what I realized about my kids? I don't know that I can really correlate personality to how their pregnancies were, but they're born on opposite phases of the moon, mm-hmm. and they are very opposite children. Griffin was a full moon baby. Oh, yeah. Um, and Lyra is a new moon baby, and they are <laughs> just the most different. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. And poor Griffin just doesn't get it. And I had to, we were doing a physics lesson the other day in homeschool and was talking about like equal and opposite reactions. And I was like, you know what this is like, bud? This is like you and your sister. When you walk up to her and you're smiling and you go to give her a hug and she just slaps you across the face and screams at you, equal and opposite reactions. Yep. 
The physics of siblinghood. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. That's really funny. Well, what is going on with my my fetus anatomically right now? Yeah, um, they look a lot like a baby now, you know. Not, we're still, like, a little alien looking, but, like, y- if you looked at this, you would be like, oh, a baby human. Okay. Um, about 12 centimeters long, so still pretty tiny. We're still, like, you know, that big. Oh, you guys can't see the video. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, meh. Yeah, like, the size of, like, a pomegranate, they say, except it's not as round as a pomegranate. And they can move their eyes, although they're still closed, like newborn puppies. They react to sound now. So if anybody out there is, like, really into, like, playing baby Mozart to their belly or talking to their baby or, like, this is a good time your husband can start, you know, like, connecting with the baby because they'll start recognizing his voice, things like that. They start to open and close their mouth and, like, interact with amniotic fluid. It's it's very exciting. Oh, yeah, my husband hasn't done any of that. <laughs> it's okay. He doesn't have to. Okay, yeah. Um, and my app, my app did say, you should start talking to your baby now. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's why. Because they can, they, they like have enough of a nervous system essentially to react to sound. Yeah, but what's funny, it's like meeting someone new for the first time, but you can't see their face. It's like blind date where you're just yes. like, hey. <laughs> How are, how are you? Are you good? And, you know, you don't have to talk to your baby because your baby hears every time you talk. They're inside your body. Right. But, like, <laughs> if you're feeling pressured by your app to, like, start having conversation, one-sided conversations with yeah. a person you've never met before and it feels weird, don't worry. Everyone feels weird. It's okay. Yeah. And I – can I read you a list right now? Because I just want to kind of normalize – pregnancy symptoms for everybody if you're feeling like totally broken this this is the quote expected like normal list of things that you're experiencing now please, are you ready please tell me more about me okay tiredness and sleeping problems swollen and bleeding gums pains on the side or front of your belly headaches nosebleeds bloating and constipation indigestion and heartburn sore breasts leg cramps Feeling hot, feeling dizzy, swollen hands and feet. Let's see. Uh, excess vaginal secretions, darkened skin on your face, uh, greasy, spotty skin, thicker and shinier hair, morning sickness, weird cravings, heightened sense of smell, mood swings, and <laughs> possibly a discharge from your nipples. All right. I got 95% so- of those. <laughs> If you're feeling any of that at home, it's fine. It's fine. If you're farting like a trucker, it's fine. <laughs> Definitely have increased vaginal and, and secretions. List, it just gets longer. You know, it's like every every week you look and you're like, oh, more. Sweet. Yeah, it's okay. We're. I keep saying like, you're almost halfway there, you know? Oh, we're halfway there. Yeah, yeah, but you can't start it in that key because then the OO is like, ah, ow. Well, that's kind of how you feel. You're like living on a prayer. Yeah. Bon Jovi, to cry. you had no idea that when you wrote that song, every pregnant woman ever would be sobbing, drinking some like nugget ice from Sonic, just crying in her car. It's fine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's okay 
to feel shitty right now. It's okay to feel like you're feeling great right now. All, none of that has any bearing on really what's going on with your pregnancy or any of that. It's just how it is. <laughs> Thank you. That makes me feel markedly better, actually. Yeah, it's great. And you know what? We'll just keep moving forward, right? Next week is 18 weeks and all of a sudden we're going to be at your 20-week ultrasound. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks for tuning in to week 17. I hope you all are feeling okay, hanging in there, or at least feeling more normal now, now that your normal is jacked up. Um, (laughs) But you know it, so it's fine now. And if you would like to subscribe so you have access to every single episode of Beyond the Boob, you can do that on Apple Podcasts directly, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash milkminutepodcast. If you join at $5 a month or more, you will have access to all of Beyond the Boob, plus ad-free early access to Milk Minute episodes and more. And if you've subscribed already... Thank you dearly. You are the real MVPs that are keeping this project going and we couldn't thank you enough. <laughs>